0: Welcome, everybody, to the Healing Place podcast. I'm your host, Terry Welbrock, and so very thrilled to have with me today, Amy Spadafora, and she is certified herbalist, iridologist, aromatherapist, and flower essence practitioner, which I'm so excited to learn about all of this. So welcome, Amy. Thank you for having me. We're, we're doing such a fun conversation beforehand. I was like, oh, I should have hit record to get all of that because it was awesome. So... Yes. So one, well, before I we dive into all this amazing stuff, uh, just want to remind everybody, this is the special series of Healers of Hilton Head. Thank you for being here. So even if you aren't in the low country or living on Hilton Head Island, if you're living across the globe, no matter where you are in the world, please just recognize that I'm bringing all of these wonderful, beautiful healers together to help All of you realize that if you just look within your own community and broaden your uh, horizons as far as looking for healers, you will be amazed at what you will find because I know I've certainly learned so much uh, since starting this series on the, gosh, just the brilliant, beautiful work being done here on this island. So, all right, Amy, so let's talk about your beautiful, brilliant work. So first I have to ask you, What's an iridologist?
1: Well, that is a great question, and I get that often. So, an iridologist is someone who studies the iris, which is the colored part of the eye, and it's a tool of analysis. So, just to be clear, it's not a diagnostic tool, it's a tool for analysis and just gain another insight into someone's body and how it is how they process information from the outside, inside all around because we are three dimensional. Okay. There's a mind, body, spirit. We're not just one dimension. And so you, you get to see the root cause of imbalances. You get to see deficiencies in tissues, glands, organs, and you get to see like the nutritional deficiencies or if something's underactive or overactive. So you you can see those things. You, You can see Oh, you might be constipated, which one of the talk one of the things we always talk about is how are your bowel movements and what was your childhood like because whoa, pretty much all the answers stem there, um but it's just a great tool of analysis, but during a consult, listening to someone's story is where you truly get information, where you truly gain an insight from the person that's sitting in front of me, you know. What do they need? How can I support them? But that, when you, then when you do the iridology and you take iris photos, wow, I mean, it just kind of puts the um, topping on on everything because someone who has lots of nerve rings, for example, they use a lot of trace minerals up because their nervous system navigates their way through life or that's where they feel everything first. And then we might see an, a little dark spot over the kidney. That could be under activity. So we know that we have to nourish the nervous system and we need to activate the kidneys. So then you do ginger poultices, which is, which is a naturopathic home therapy. When you make ginger and put it on the kidney to warm it, nourish it, activate it, drink really, really clean, pure water. What kind of water are you drinking? How much? and taking trace minerals and nerve tonic herbs it's amazing what happens when you just add those things into the body but through iridology you can actually see where the imbalances are rooted where they come from and and how to bring nourishment and them back to balance wow fascinating and to me
0: Well, one, I so just want to send you pictures of my eyes right now and be like, take a look and tell
1: me. (laughs) Right. If
0: it it comes across my radar, I'm like, sign me up. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can do this virtually with folks
1: as well. I can. People can take pictures. If they can get another person to help them, you can use your iPhone. You can use your iPad to actually take or a smartphone, whichever device you have to And I can give you instructions on how to get a proper iris photo and they can be sent to me, email, text, set up a consultation and we, you know, let's get started. But that listening to that story is great. But yes, I can do, I have clients all over the country.
0: That's amazing. Now, just out of personal curiosity, it popped into my head. Mm-hmm. Does a right eye tell a different story than a left eye or does it matter which eye? Do you look at both eyes because they'll
1: tell you different things? Right. Yes, it, absolutely. That's a great question. Again, you have good question. Thanks. <laughs> so the right iris reveals the um, organs, glands, body part, you know, everything on the right side of the body. And the left iris will will demonstrate what's going on in the left side of the body. So the, the you know the dot the heart's in the center, but it dominates the left side of the body. So you will see heart um, imbalances or or its or strengths like because you can see strengths and deficiencies. So you know you can see the liver. Majority of the liver is located on the right iris, right here at eight o'clock. Just like it's right here, it's here. It's this, oh, it's just so amazing. So yes. You need to get pictures of both irises because each iris reveals something different. But they do, its like a map to the inner body and in the, the inner body. So there's different areas of the body that correspond to areas in the iris. And by me studying the signs, darkness is underactivity, white bright things are overactivity. Um, yeah. You, so you can you do need pictures of each iris. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. You have me so intrigued and this is going to be my new fascination on studying topics. So yes, for
1: a consult.
0: Yes, (laughs) for sure. Yes. Sign me up. (laughs) Yes. I love it. I love it. So taking a little shift then to, uh, you talked about, um, we said it's not herbs, but her herbologist, Mm -hmm. um, is it something that then you do this, uh, we did we said not a diagnostic tool, but, um, tool, an analysis. analysis. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so then you guide people on what they can do at home, or is this something that then you, you create, uh,
1: a, an, an herb for them? All of the, all of it. So I will ask, do you have things at home? Let's work with what you already have at home. Um, how, how old are they? I can create herbal capsules here. Some people just want to take a capsule. So I offer prepared capsuled formulas, but they're, everything is so personalized. And it, it's, I meet their needs and I meet, you know, are they really, really busy? Can they take capsules? Do we want to do tinctures? And I, I don't know if you notice these beautiful herbs behind me and beautiful little bottles. It may be difficult to see on the screen, but... Like this side, these are all flower essences. These are all herbal tinctures. Over here are essential oils. But the her- herbal tinctures are great for those who cannot swallow capsules. They do enter the bloodstream a little bit quicker, um, and they're great for traveling. So I offer a variety of preparations. Some people already have a company that they really like. Well, then I recommend that you get liver supporting herbs. You know, so I work. It's very very personalized. Um, I work with companies that are very high vibrational, that have put a lot of energy and farm a lot of what they put into their tinctures. So I'm very, I'm very particular about what I'm gonna recommend somebody. <laughs> and what I I do offer some things here, but I and herbal tea, so important to create that ceremony, that ritual again and really taste everything. I mean, most of the time I make tea that's out in my garden. So I will pick it the day of a consult. What's happening outside? Because those are the things that are, their their vibratory essence really enters our body when we drink them. And we're, I'm, we're having a ceremony when someone comes to my office. I'm like, I'm honoring you in every single step that it took for you to get to this very moment right now. Those, all those moments need to be acknowledged. Bad, good, whatever, you, however you want to interpret them. And uh, so herbal teas are a very important part of the healing process. You taste them, they're warm, you know, and, and very personalized. That's, that's the key. It's like, what do you need? What does your body need? Um, Hey, you want to grow them? Let's go get some, let's go start learning how to grow them. So you can have a little teapot, you know, holy basil, lemon balm, uh, some nettles. Those are, it's it. so yeah. So herbs are vital. Um, I love chloroxygen. That's a really excellent uh, supplement. It heals the gut. It oxygenates the blood. It's this closest thing to hemoglobin. It's one molecule away from our hemoglobin. It's amazing. That's why wheatgrass, barley barley grass, all of those things are incredibly healing and trace minerals. So there are some essential nutrients that we are all missing on a global level because of the nutritional deficiency of the soil. If our vegetables that we're eating don't have the minerals and vitamins obtained from the soil, which is totally depleted, we're not gonna be able to have them in our body. So the anxiety level goes up, the gut issues go up, everything gets elevated, autoimmune goes up. You know, So herbs help re-nourish, and it's not about cleansing. This is not, we don't cleanse. Why would you cleanse somebody who's depleted? You want to nourish. You want to build up. You want to support. You don't, oh, your adrenals are, I feel terrible. I have no energy. I need to do a cleanse. No, we need to nourish, 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 build up. That's, the, that's our materialistic world saying, oh, we just go on Amazon and buy what we want because I'm not feeling super. It's like, no, you probably need some really high vibing broccoli. That would help, you know, or some herbal tea. So we're just shifting our our social paradigm that we've been living in for a long time. A lot of these things, you know, they just don't serve anymore. They're, we're all feeling empty. We want to feel full and robust and nourished and ready to take on all the all the changes that are coming, that are happening, and how we you know we're the ones that we've been waiting for. So here we are. How are we going to, how we need to build each other up. And herbs are a really great way to do that. Thank you.
0: Wow. And again, sign me up. Okay. <laughs> well, one of the <laughs> things that I have found for me personally is when I've, I've been on this two-year healing journey from mold toxicity. And as I've, as I've healed and grown stronger, and again, like using milk thistle for, for liver support. And, mm-hmm. but that I found myself standing in the kitchen and being like, no, I want something. And then my body, it's almost like I would hear, Ooh, a cup of ginger and lemon tea. And so Mm. I would like just grind up some ginger roots and put a slice of lemon. And so I started listening more to my body. Do you find that as people heal that, that their body starts to really tell them what it is they're, they're needing to replenish?
1: Absolutely. Because we've cleared out those things that actually disrupt the nervous system or that disrupt that true communication, and we are enhancing that intuitive eating and it does it becomes more simplified. That's another thing with herbal teas when you take you act your taste buds change your desire for living food, raw food, or a hearty soup not everything has to be raw, of course, but the your tastes start to change. you know that's why we put bitters before we eat, right a half hour before you eat, take Swedish bitters, or you have a little bit of um, peppermint tea, a ha- like a half hour before you eat. It actually stimulates digestion. It gets those gastric juices going. So when, when those are increased, then that intuitive eating will be, I really want, oh, I want a big fat salad at nine o'clock instead of a piece of chocolate, you know, or whatever the case may be. So did I answer your question? Yes. Yes. Okay. Right. I, I, I'm like, wait a minute. I had something else I wanted to say, but I think I need some ginkgo. <laughs> <laughs> well, lemon balm, lemon balm, focus, Amy.
0: <laughs> intuitive he- eating. Intuitive I love eating. that's come up one other time on the show. And I'm so glad you brought it up again, because I love it. I just love the idea. Well,
1: of- I have experience with that since I had anorexia and bulimia since I was 12. So in 2006, it was like 23 years. In 2006, I checked myself in to the Raider program in California, which is one of the best eating disorder programs in the country. And I said, that's it. I either need to learn how to live here on this planet and figure it out, or I have to go. <laughs> so I decided I'm going to try to figure this out. So I have really got in tune with, you know, more of that intuitive eating. Okay. So that's, it's really, really important, especially those with eating disorders. And I do work with people who have eating disorders because I understand <laughs> it's yeah. not really about the food, but we need to look at it different differently. You know, our approach to ourselves and to food, it's nourishing, it's nur- it, We have to nourish ourselves. So.
0: Yeah. That's well, thanks to you for taking that step to honor, honor your needs and mm. do the healing work. I mean, doing the healing work. It's tough to step onto that path,
1: <laughs> but once you do, there's no looking back. So. <laughs> No, I just got my vehicle fixed. The R kept blinking on my dashboard and I'd be driving down the road and my reverse lights bing, 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 bing. You know, oh my gosh, I'm very important driving down the road. So it's so funny. I go, why does this keep happening? It's been going on for two years and nobody could figure it out. So finally somebody figured it out. And it was my backup camera. It had a short and it was connected to my transmission right so i'm looking at this and it would tweak me out every time it came on i'm like oh my gosh what's going to happen to my car you know i would freak out like it would just throw me off and i always had adrenal support in my car i had my comfort essence the flower essence society comfort it's like a five the five flower remedy you know and i'd be taking it going Oh my gosh, why is this happening to me? Taking everything personally. Oh my gosh. So, you know, that's that ego, right? When you're in your car, it's just, so one thing I have all my tools with me all the time, by the way, because everything I recommend I have taken. Okay. See everything in this room? Yes. Those are my tools. I have, I have utilized them. <laughs> so, yes. you know, that's really important. It's like, so the, I I was learning how there is no going back, Amy. It's full it's full for you. Can, I cannot turn around and pick up old tools. There it's like it is on, and I have been doing that. That's one of my. That's why I have my flower essence. I just had a consult with my mentor. You know, I said I need a consult. I need someone to make a remedy for me. So I have mine, and one of them was you know dealing with old patterns. Maybe we should talk, maybe we're guiding into flower essence. Is that your next question by any chance? Yes, I so, I, I was. look
0: at you. That I was just going to say, well, let's talk about the flower essence. It's in it an interview. <laughs> I've never heard of flower essence practitioner. I'm Again, I'm just, I'm so enamored and I love, well, I love
1: learning about all of these healing tools. So what is that? Flower essences are the vibratory, like the, the flowers of a plant are the, the, the highest form of of beauty, right? They, you look at a flower and you go, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful, right? You don't go, ow, I wish that you were whiter or boy, you should be pinker or you should be blooming in a different direct. Like, oh my gosh, if we looked at each other, like we look at flowers. Oh wow! Wouldn't that be wonderful? Yes. They all have an emotional, energetic signature that they embody because they are so much wiser than us. So when you when you take a flower essence into your into your being, it creates a vibratory change because a lot of our emotional imbalances they become ingrained patterns, and it's more of a vibratory pattern. And it gets it's out here. It's the it's the ether, right? It's the auric field that gets disturbed it does make a physical impact in the body that's why sometimes oh my kidney my lower back hurts all the time one you know you check for water but you also check how the emotional life is you know are you constantly stressed or i'm very emotional i mean that's part of the reason why i have these dark circles under my eyes i mean i may take all these herbs but i have issues still okay (laughs) so not every, you know it's not a practice of perfection it's a constant evolution right so I'm working on it I'm emotionally charged I'm very passionate about everything so I have to calm down I have to not respond okay so flower essences right they create a vibratory change in the ether in the auric field a pattern that's been stuck why do I keep doing this or something that has become normalized because it was a survival tool it was absolutely necessary for some of for some of the behaviors that are actually attributes of a person but maybe we've turned them into defects right and they've become actually destructive for us flower essences help change that they shake up the, that vibratory pattern and they also give you context this is what it can feel like so crab apple i'm bringing that one up for a reason um i did a lot of I'll tell you what I did. Crab apple, white chestnut, um, beach. Okay, crab apple is excellent for someone who has a poor self-image, someone who's had an eating disorder, someone who feels really ugly and gross, but actually it's a reflection of um how they feel about the world as well. And so they put that out on the world. But crab apple helps clear that, right? Crab apple flower. So the tree, the crab apple tree, most they will flower first. So, that flower is actually harvested and it's put in a glass bowl full of water and set out in the sun for a good three to four hours. And with that sunlight, because you know how powerful the sun is, infuses that emotional, energetic signature of crab apple and its personality. So, you actually can feel pretty or feel so you like some like I was molested as well. So, you feel like a dirty little girl, you know, so that helps clear that feeling of being unclean or dirty, right? Um, White chestnut, that's from the white chestnut tree. It's a beautiful flower. It's for those who, boop, 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 the same thought recirculates over and over the mental um, jungle gym, boop, boop, circles like a hamster wheel, right? I was the president for student of animal rights in Hilton Head High School in 1991 or 1990. We watched the most horrible videos of animal testing. That's when I became a full-blown anorexic. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm never eating again. Right. But, oh, it was horrible. So white chestnut, like I I could not get those pictures out of my head or those negative thoughts. So white chestnut helps, helps you actually get relief from the constant, like, oh, it's okay not to think about this. It gives you a little bit of relief from jumping off the hamster wheel saying, I really don't have any control over that um and then let's oh beach so the beech tree before they leaf out they flower and they have these beautiful little white flowers and you harvest that that essence is for when you are highly judgmental of yourself and very and then you end up being judgmental of others why are you doing it like that you know but that, i'm i'm wondering why aren't you getting this done amy so it's like it, i put unreasonable expectations of myself Right. So I'm gonna reflect that in how I look at other people too. So beach is it's like to be more to be less harsh, to be less judgmental, to actually be a little more present. Oclematis was is especially a good one. Be present, you know, instead of dreamy. Oh, I wish the world was more like this. I'm upset the world's not like that. And then I never got and then I never participated in it because I was so. You know like um what is that uh uh debilitated like frozen i had those frozen like oh i can't do anything so flower essences help you move through those patterns okay there's some that i'm ready for this there's some that i just can't even i don't understand where this is coming from so there's all different levels of vibratory healing that can happen wow so, i'm on mine <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ruth, for
0: making mine. What I think about is we talk so often on the show about adverse childhood experiences, about ACEs and childhood trauma, and how Mm. incredibly powerful that would be for, yes, those stuck patterns. I, too, was molested and and went through. This has never come across my radar. And again, I just think it's so Mm. fascinating if we are able to just add another tool to our toolbox for uh, releasing some of that. I called it stored negative energy, but those, mm-hmm. those loops and those, and those oh. habits and those
1: patterns. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right now I'm working with um, my mentor, Ruth Toledo Alshulter and, and another woman named Kathleen Aspens and we, She's been Ruth has been practicing this for 35 to 40 years. She studied with Flower Essence Society with Patricia Kaminsky and Richard Katz in Nevada City, California. And one of the things that she practiced in Brazil, she practiced here. In Brazil, it's normal. Oh, I'm not feeling good. Oh, we better go get you a flower essence. Just like, oh, I'm not feeling well. Oh, I better go get an antibiotic. It's like, you know, that's that's our culture. We're trying to change that. We're trying to go, oh, better we better go get a flower essence. I'm not really, I'm having a lot of anxiety. You know, so this there's all this, this, this co-creation going on on how we can actually facilitate the knowledge and support and wisdom of the plants with flower essences. And it's amazing that it's happening. Um, it's happening quickly and it's really, really, really needed, especially if we're going to evolve. <laughs> yes. End to evolve and um, this is part of our evolution the plants are here not to serve us they're willing to help us though if we ask for their help you know there might be a time when we're just going to have to sit next to them to to absorb their medicine you know oh my gosh imagine if we got back to that point because it it did happen at one time so we might have to go back to that (laughs) i don't know I love it. I, yeah. well, again,
0: I, I try to look for the gifts within my chaos and being, being as sick as I was, you know, in this, this mold toxicity, wow, well, mm-hmm. have I learned one about connecting with the energy of everything around me, including mm-hmm. the trees and, and plants, but two, just opening myself up to the possibilities. So I'm just telling audience Uh, open yourself up to the possibility of these, this beautiful healing, like the, just the,
1: the Mm -hmm. options
0: that are available.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you had, that's the thing you worked really, really hard on your healing process. You, you said how you did so many different things you have, you might have to do every single thing. Maybe you have to do ginger poultices for a month. Maybe you need to do coffee enemas for a month. Maybe you need to take a particular herbal blend for a month. Maybe you need to, I mean, you, there's all these things out there. You need to figure out what works for you, what your body needs at the time. You know, there's no one path. There's no one way to do it. It is very individualized and anything with natural medicine, it takes consistency. It takes commitment. You may have like in the, in the midst of an illness, right? You, okay. I have the flu. So you take when you when you have the flu and you're 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 applying natural therapies to it it's like you're in the bath four times a day you're taking your herbal tincture every 2 hours in the you know not once a day every 2 hours you take it you know you're rubbing essential oils on you three times a day it's like you're bombarding it right and then you can taper off maybe 4 days after and then you have to tune retune your immune system back up so there's it's it's very consistent Um, And it's very, it does, it does take a little more application There's not, Oh, right. when people ask me, what can I take? What's a good herb for arthritis? (laughs) Well, what isn't a good herb for arthritis? What does your body need? But there's not, there's not a magic herb, but that's where we've been trained for however long now. If you just take a pill, it will go away. It's a, it's food, it's lifestyle. It's, it's everything right it, and we have to change that so you, you have to ask yourself if you're willing to do that and just try one thing just try one thing for at least a three months because our bodies are on this three-month biorhythm just like the seasons so as the seasons change right then we're also going to have different emotions that come up during the season right now we're in the season fall and what are the leaves doing yes Ooh. They're releasing there is because technically, scientifically, they're not manufacturing any more um, nutrients because they're not absorbing sunlight anymore to make chlorophyll. So they just release, right? Now, humans, we're a different story. We have to, we're like, oh, I'm going to hold on to this and I'm going to, until my arms get ripped off, you know, or until I get some sort of physical imbalance. Like, why are we waiting until we're sick in order to make changes? I don't know. I could probably answer that about 10 times. So um, you know, we're getting in tune with the seasons, but when you do facilitate changes within your own being and you're making new patterns or new habits, the one thing to be is gentle, kind, patient, and consistent and say, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this for at least 28 days, or I'm gonna do this for at least three months, but that three months to really embody and really root changes is important because it's it's just like the seasons they last for three months right 90 days kind of like when you go to treatment 90 days (laughs) 90 meetings in 90 days oh i had that too so (laughs) sobriety for 26 years so um yeah well i and
0: again i love that you brought up the fact that it's, it's such an individual journey. I talk about it so much. We're all on our own healing journeys. Nobody is a cookie cutter. We don't fit in these little cookie cutters. And so we have to figure out what works for us. And it's, and it's so true. You know, you and I talked before I hit record about my journey and I would try certain supplements or I would try certain uh, foods and some things would work and some things would not, some things would cause a reaction. And then I would try to reintroduce them. And then now they're not causing a reaction. I'm like, all right, I can add bananas back in. So yeah, mm-hmm. it it mm-hmm. is just a, a willingness to be, I don't know, just um, embracing, I guess was the word, and accepting of this is, this is the path I'm currently on. Mm-hmm. And Let's just let's just walk it and see what what's working, what's not. We can put it on a shelf temporarily
1: and we can always bring it back. So, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. You. What a great approach. Thanks. Thank you for sharing your approach. Thanks. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: it it was difficult and I, I had to meditate on it a lot, but the meditations that I did was really about being accepting and not fighting the horrific rashes is covering my body or not fighting. And so, again, just accepting my body's telling me something. What lesson is there to learn in this? And, and again,
1: mm-hmm. being open to, to learning. Yeah. Accepting life on life's terms. Yeah. There's a reason why these things come to the surface, right? One way or another, they're going to want to leave our bodies right so we can create illness they can reveal themselves on our skin they all, they come in vi- many different forms and you know accepting life on life's terms honestly that's a that's a tough one especially if we've been hurt right you know by okay. another so yes then you lose trust or you go well you know various things can happen and they, they play out on a physical and emotional level so our emotional body reflects our physical and our physical body reflects our emotional. There was a time in 2006, my life changed again uh, on a very dramatic level. My life as I knew it and how I was investing in it and um, and believing in it and thought that this is how it, this is the only way it's going to be actually got completely blown up. It was a it was a really good blow up, but it was very painful emotionally and physically. I mean, there'd be times I was in my house by myself having nine one one ready. And I swear, I said, I think I'm healing myself of cancer because I was emotionally detoxing because all that stuff that I stored deep down in my body was coming out. And it, there were times I felt like I was on fire. I said, I'm going to explode. <laughs> I mean, it was painful. Um, I had a lot of, I used my tools but when you're in the midst of it sometimes you forget about them you know yeah. and it was something that i had to just work through things just had a there's no way around it it's only through it and it's very it can be very very challenging but yes so you know, can we talk about speaking of Hilton Head i've lived here since 1989 i moved here when i was 16 yeah um and i graduated from Hilton Head high school but at um 19, 20, I was 20. I was down at the Holiday Inn. After experiencing this, I had this stabbing pain in my stomach all the time. I had developed ulcerative colitis at 20. They told me, well, you have a colon of an 80-year-old. Stop eating cheese. Um, What else? Oh, we're going to put you on these antidepressants because I really was. I mean, I created that colitis. I created it from anxiety from not wanting to be on this earth, not understanding why people were acting the way they were acting all over the world. You know, I was anorexic. Um, I was doing a lot of drugs and alcohol. Uh, I was just in a place of pain where I said, I can't do this anymore. I need help. And I ended up being at the Holiday Inn on the beach about two in the morning going, I can't do this anymore. I need help. You know, what do you want me to do? And so, okay, I got a prayer answered. It was four days. It, it was as if I woke up the next day, hungover. But um, I woke up the next day and I was. It felt like I was on a magic carpet, and I basically got guided to um, Walden Books at the mall. There used to be a mall here where Shelter Cove is, <laughs> and it had. A, that was our only bookstore. This is pre Barnes and Noble. So I went to Walden Books. I mean, literally guided into every step for the next four days. Turned to Michael Tierra's book, Way of Herbs, which I still have. And I turned right to the Nerve Tonic formula. And basically, they said, make this, okay? I went to Beaufort. How I got to Beaufort, my friend and I went. There's a herb shop over there. I didn't know where else to get herbs. I had no idea what I was doing. And so this beautiful woman in this store, which the store, the building's not even there anymore she I said, "Can you please help me? I need to learn how to make this. I have no idea what I'm doing. So we gathered all the herbs. she taught me how to make it, and I went home and I made a carafe of that blend, which is basically my mellow mood tea that I created um, i that's what the tea basically is, and so I drank that every single day a carafe like those wine carafes. Um, so I made that the next day was. Okay, I worked at the Crazy Crab on the north end at the time. And at four o'clock, I would eat a baked potato and a salad. So my instructions were to wake up, drink, make my tea, drink that carafe all day long. I went to the Crazy Crab, and then I would eat a baked potato and salad at four o'clock. And on the fourth day, they taught me how to meditate. So that was added to my repertoire. So I meditated. And they taught me how to go into my body and actually um, repair itself. Like send love over every single little cell, over every single nerve, fiber, everything. In my I had to take absolute responsibility for all my thoughts and totally calm myself down. So everything started up here and came down. I had no idea what I was doing. That I just followed instructions. So meditate. I did still smoke pot at the time because that was helping, you know, but I did, I stopped drinking for a little while. Um, I don't do that anymore. I don't do any, any of that anymore. Uh, Meditate, drink the carafe tea, eat the baked potato and salad, come home and meditate. And that's what I did for four months. And my ulcerative colitis was completely gone. Never had it again, gone. Then I got in my car, followed the dead for a little while, Founded herb school in Taos, New Mexico, signed up for it. A year later, I moved to Boulder, became an apprentice, worked at Nature's Apothecary, had amazing herbal teachers, wildcrafted. That's where I studied at the School of Natural Medicine. So that is how I got on this path from my own healing. And um, so Hilton Head is an amazing place. There's a lot of fire energy. There's a lot of water energy. And it's just time for this place to really it's it's been elevated there are amazing people here there's yes. a lot of cool stuff going on, on oh for sure and I keep hearing
0: stories similar to yours more and more from healers saying I had this awakening experience or I had this moment or I had something where the they were guided whether some had a near-death experience some and it's just amazing to me how so many people have again opened themselves to the possibility of allowing this to to happen, or even not even allowing. Like you weren't even ready for it. it just Well, you put the plea out there,
1: right? Oh, I I begged. Yeah. You never know how it's going to come, though. Right, right. It might be in a form that you have you have no understanding of, or it was something that I will never do that. You know, yeah, okay, never say never. <laughs> oh.
0: For sure. I have to tell you, it, 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 I've talked about it a little bit on the show, but I did the harmonic egg over in Bluffton mm. and uh holy moly, like that. I just did that over the past two months and two sessions. And the first session, I mean, they were both amazing, but that first session rocked my world. And again, just given these downloads of information and, and since then, everything has shifted along my healing journey. And so Um, I think I just kind of put the foundation in place with everything that I was doing. And then boom, everything that I needed just kind of was there. And I was like, all right, now I get it. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. A recalibration. Yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I love it. So, well, gosh, we could sit in here and talk for hours on end. How do, how do folks connect with you?
1: I, uh, I use my telephone still. So you're welcome to call. I have an um, email address. It's Amy at amyspadafora.com. My website is amyspadafora.com. My phone number is and location are, lo- are on the website. So reach out anytime I am I am available. And I have a home office in Bluffton. So I work for my home. Our gardens are here. We have herb gardens, vegetable gardens. Um, yeah, I like I and I make tea and we have classes. We offer classes on aromatherapy um, and like creating your own cleaning kits. Those are amazing, and I'm going to be doing a lot of a lot more classes uh, via Zoom as well. Uh, doing a herb of a month, so you really get to learn uh, a herb. We're going to be offering different little planting workshops. How to make your own little Um, plant your garden by using different teas, different herbs, um, culinary herbalism. So we have a lot going on here. Our other, our other name is wingnut farms, because I'm like, Hey, that looks good. Let's do that. You know, you you know, wingnut, you just spin it and go, I wonder what's going to happen. Right. Um, Yeah. So I
0: love it. Well, you'll have to send me has send me an email or, or reach out to me and let me know when you have classes and stuff coming up. I'll pop it on my Facebook and social media. So absolutely.
1: folks that are
0: listening in, and you're on the Facebook page, you'll have to, yeah, you can find out what classes are coming up. So
1: absolutely. Yeah,
0: awesome. Well, anything else that you wanted to touch upon before we close out? Well,
1: I'm really feeling passionate about. Everyone really becoming their true, soul, authentic self. Really listening to that. You know, it's an individualized uh, feeling, but collectively, it's absolutely needed because everybody has their own gifts or anything. Whatever you want to focus on and you feel absolute devotion to, do it. It's time. It's like, we have to do this now. I have a 10-year-old son. What are we doing? You know, I'm like, well, you better come up with some sort of solar panel. You know, it's like, so that sense of urgency is real for us to really take responsibility. Like, I man, earth doesn't need prayers. She can take care of herself. We're the ones that need the prayers. My constant prayer is for healing for the hearts and minds of the humans, of the two leggeds. Okay. I just, I just really want everyone to feel that love and support from me, from all the other healers, and really just don't be afraid. Or go ahead and be afraid, but walk through it. And reach out. Don't do it alone. Reach out. There is community. You have really good people. Let's start talking to each other again. Agree to disagree. Who cares? It's like it really doesn't matter. Clean food, clean water, clean air, hugs, clothes, (laughs) Let's go back to really, really appreciating those things.
0: Yes. Oh, my <laughs> gosh, You teared me up a little bit with that because I was like, oh, yes. Yes. Amen and hallelujah. Thank there you. Go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, this has just been so enlightening. You see me. I like I've just been beaming the whole time you're talking because I'm resonating with so much of your beautiful message. So thank you for shining your beautiful light of hope into the world and the work that you do.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you reaching out.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, everyone, thanks for joining us today on the Healing Place Podcast. And remember, until next time, be gentle with yourself. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Terry Welbrock again. Just wanted to thank you for listening to the episode today. And remind you to visit my website as well as the Academy terrywelbrock.com for the courses but if you go to my website terrywellbrock.com you can sign up for my monthly hope for healing newsletter which is also jam-packed with information and strategies and blog pieces and guest blog pieces and links to shows um, and just a great space for uh, again healing thanks for again being here and being a part of this healing space i very much appreciate you all right Bye-bye.